Welcome to the Mojo Market Report. Here's your hosts, Dave Sturgio and Chris Gucci. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Mojo Market Report right here on a Tuesday. It is Dave Sturgio. It is Chris Gucci. It is A5 behind the glass here at Chop Studios in Matawan, New Jersey. Hope everybody's doing well out there. Not a lot of sports last night. There was not, but there was a lot of news. These little nuggets, they present themselves. Um, there's stuff all over the news as far as NBA, NFL, MLB. Everything's coming back. Um, the Live Golf, if anybody cares about that, that's also coming back. Uh, the guys that literally took the game of golf and just pfft, flipped it right on his ear. Um, but um, yeah, so lots to get into. Uh, I definitely want to start with some of the, uh, I guess, breaking news over in the NBA. Um, not quite literally because it's just a sprain, but there is ligament damage. Um, little sprain ski for Mr. Giannis. Um, that's a big loss uh, for the interim because if you look at the standings right now heading into the second half of the season, those guys are right there. Um, they're a half game out of the number one seed and only a, a two and a half games up on the Sixers and three and a half to four games up on the Cavs. I don't know how much this affects this team. I know what affects is, is obviously is, is, uh, his stock price. But when you learn, uh, lose a guy that's averaging 31, 12, and 5, that's got to play a significant role going forward. Yeah, I mean, they're they're a playoff team regardless. I'm yeah. not sure the significance of the injury. but It's the a Bucks ligament are, sprain is but what they're calling it. in terms of missed time, I don't think there's much missed time. The Woj bomb said he'll be able to play when the pain subsides. So it's just like a matter of tolerance. And we're looking at... The All-Star weekend, Giannis did not look like a guy that was in pain. I mean, right? he, he dunked it home for half a second left-handed and then just, took himself he out. He was just not acting like he was worried about the rest of his season. So it mm. seems to me like there might be a little bit of wolf tickets here. He's clearly dealing with something, but most people are dealing with something at this point in the season. Yeah, there's only 20-something games left. So I'm yeah. okay with Giannis missing some time if it's a matter of just getting him to be 100% for the playoffs. I don't think it's going to affect his stock price overall. With all the load management in the NBA, a couple missed games at a Giannis here or there isn't going to affect his long-term stock. Uh, I think it does help for the playoff push, though. They need to get these guys healthy. So in some ways, it could be a blessing. Uh, you saw what the Bucks did when Giannis was out. Yeah. In that one playoff run. And then he they won games in the they finals. Did. They did. The Eastern, Western, yeah, Eastern Conference finals. And Giannis came back, played injured. I'm, I think it's just par for the course. It's only his wrist. It's not a lower extremity. I think it's okay. Okay. He's um, not really shooting. Before we get anyway. into other signings and buyouts and all that stuff, did you happen to see... Um, one of my new favorite players now in the in the league, Anthony Edwards, quote. I did. You did. Okay, so it's probably one of the better quotes that I've read. Uh, I'll just read it verbatim here. They're paraphrasing here. All the guys sitting and wrestling just play, man. These, uh, these people might have enough money to come to one game, and that might be the game that you're sitting out. Bravo, my friend. Like, that is one of the, the best lines in the world. I did find out that Kobe Bryant said the same thing, literally almost verbatim, in 2019. So he said the same thing, just man up and play. You know, these people, they, look, the, the cost to go to a game nowadays is it's not just the ticket, it's the concessions, it's the parking, it's the gas, it's the you to, Then you also have to invest in your mojo players. So yes. it becomes a lot. <laughs> Liquid it props. Becomes a lot. <laughs> There's just so much stuff going on, and he just pretty much told everybody how it is. He said, you know what, man, just get out there and man up. Now, I did hear somebody on the radio yesterday, My uh, one of my – I guess inspirations, Don LaGreca in, in New York. He said, um, he said that I, I'm drawing a blank, but he said he he was one of the ones that backed us up. He said that was one of the better quotes that he's heard, and he's also he's wondering if when, when, oh that's what it was the schedule the way the schedule plays out once in a while it's like 
maybe t- sometimes there is a back-to-back game or three games in four nights and something to that effect. He's like, just do yourself a favor. Go play 10 minutes and then call it a day because that little kid in the front row came to see Giannis or came to see Steph Curry or LeBron, and they're on a load management I day. I wonder how much like, of on. it is the players and, and how much is it is just, look, you're a player. We know what we're doing here. These are the analytics. These are the minutes you've played. These are the minutes you're not going to play tonight. And that's just yeah, it. And you, as a player, you kind of just go with In the a world full of analytics, I'm sure somebody has the right percentages um, on how many times Now, you there's a play. couple of things. Like, I agree with the Ant-Man sentiment. I couldn't. Couldn't agree more, um, but again, I don't think it's necessarily on the players. And uh, but there's some teammates of his that have had some dispar. I wouldn't say disparaging things because I think that they all get along. But it was Carl Anthony Towns that was saying, and he wouldn't call him out by name. New Jersey's own. But he was talking about certain players' diets, and he wishes that certain guys would take better care of their. So bodies. he's talking about Zion without talking I about. I think he's Zion. talking about Ant Man because oh. Ant Man. It was talking about diet, and then Ant Man comes out and says that he eats three bags of hot fries a day. It's twenty one a week. <laughs> Right, it's a lot so of he's putting up numbers, Some serious <laughs> like, numbers right there. Serious numbers, double, double. In fact, your uh, your stock price, Ant Man, <laughs> might go down a little bit considering your weight might go up a so little bit. So if you want to, if you want to be it. able to stay on the court long term, I would say hot fries got to go, buddy. <laughs> um, I, I can't even. Say, I wanted to say speaking of hot fries, but there was no actual good segment for that. Uh, but Russ Westbrook, look. Speaking LA, of hot fries, Russell Westbrook. Right. <laughs> exactly. Uh, he was chased out of L.A. And I uh, look, there's nights where, yeah, he on the floor, he just looked like he was a lost soul. But he leaves the Lakers. They chase him out of town. He stays in-house, basically, and stays in L.A., signs with the Clippers. He's joining Paul George, Kawhi Leonard. They're currently the four seed. Like, does Russ Westbrook have a little bit of a resurgence here playing with these stars? Because, look, when you're playing with LeBron and Anthony Davis, that's the who's who. You know what I'm saying? Those are the two best players maybe in the league. And then they move over to little lesser players but still great role players in that lineup. What is this doing for the Clippers right now? Does this does this kind of put them in prime position to make a run towards the three or the two and make our deep playoff run with Russ? Um I mean, it adds a rebounder, if, if nothing else, because I feel like that's the one thing that the Clippers are lacking is, is like, size depth. Marcus Morris isn't necessarily the biggest guy, and he's their starting four. He's got right? that dog in him, though. Um, I was surprised <laughs> that the, the Clippers didn't go after Kevin Love and the Heat, which were the early favorites to land Russ. They kind of, which we're going to get into Love in a second, they kind of mm. flip-flop, but I feel like they need front court help more than backcourt help. Uh, they didn't really have a, a, a backup point guard to speak of, but they had offense on the bench in Eric Gordon, I think adding Russ, I don't know if that Russ is a good fit for any team that's trying to make a playoff push because when you're adding pieces, you need somebody that's going to fill a role. Russ is basically a star player that needs the ball in his hands to do well. He's not a spot shooter. So I'm curious to know how he's going to fit in. If they put him in on the second unit and he's just the offense off the bench and they let him be in that reserve role, I think a lot of teams saw when they moved the Lakers moved him to the bench this year. He played well. He played really well in the six-man spot, so I think that's the value here if they're going to let him just do his thing when when some of the other guys are off the court. Uh, I don't know if it helps their chances becoming a one seed. Look at the teams that are above them. Uh, no, it's not. It, the one seed is is kind of out of reach right now. But but they can maybe move up a spot or two. I don't see it, though. I think that they're going to just be largely what they are now, uh, and I think ultimately at the end of it all, this may end up hurting them more than it helps. I'm looking at Russell Westbrook's uh, 24-hour window. Yeah, I'm a huge Russ fan. It has not gone up much. In the last week, not gone up much. In the last month, he's actually down $3. If, uh, $3. If, so If Russ would have went back to the Wizards or he would have went to a team that he was going to dominate the ball and get his 
triple doubles and do all those things. Like that's the rust that we need to see for the Mojo market. We don't need to see I, him try and contribute as a role player on a team that's really good because he's just not going to get his numbers that way. Yeah, the Clippers right now stand at nine games out of the one seed. So they're, they're I mean, the Denver Nuggets have had a fantastic season so far, um, but they're right behind. They're literally right behind the Kings. I, it's like a, the Kings were almost like, weren't they sold two years ago? It's like crazy how Sacramento just kind of made a little resurgence here. Um, and then, of course, the Memphis Grizzlies led by Ajax. That was Marin. my seventh pick overall, DeMontis Sabonis. I still look back at that draft and I'm like, wow, did, did, like, if you didn't play favorites, Dave, you would have come out on top. <laughs> like, I just picked John Morant because I like John Morant, not because I needed him, it's because I wanted him. Um, anyway, you mentioned Kevin Love. He also is bought out. The alarming thing I see here, he signs with the Heat. The Heat right now are obviously uh, you know, a contender right now. They're in the seventh spot. They'll probably make the playoffs if, if all goes well and Kevin Love contributes. The alarming thing that I read about Kevin Love is that he sat out the last 12 games. He didn't see the court for 12 games. Like That buyout was way overdue, and I feel like why did they, why did they drag their feet with this? Like If you knew you weren't going to play the guy and you knew Kevin Love was literally probably asking for this for the last two weeks plus – like, what's the wait? What are you waiting on? Um, coming up with a buyout term. I guess, yeah. yeah but that's it's just what like, it comes down damn, to, coming dude, up with like, a dollar amount. I feel and, bad for the guy. He's and, just sitting there on the bench. Oh, and my heart bleeds I for know, Kevin you. Love. You realize what's <laughs> happening the entire time before they come to terms with the buyout, right? No. He's getting paid a ton of money. <laughs> you like that little sensory there? He's getting there, a huh? ton of money uh-huh. to do nothing. He's like a backup quarterback for two weeks. Kevin Love, and and from what I hear, he's about to get his jersey number retired by the Cavs as well. Oh, God, no. Like they already announced that they're going to do it. No. I'm not opposed to that. Kevin Love? He's been there for like a decade. I'm well aware, but like, you know, why don't you put a statue out front too while you're at it? <laughs> like, they might. Oh, my they God, might. Kevin Love. All right, God, well. You don't, bro, Kevin Love is a legend. He is. I mean, he's been around forever, but to retire the man's jersey, I think that's a little extreme, but that's yeah. just me. Um, anyway. That is the NBA news. Um, there's a lot, like I said, a lot to digest and a lot to get hyped for as the second half of the season rolls on, rolls on and it, it gets here before you know it. Thursday night, it re-tips. Any predictions as to who you think is going to just kind of run this league going forward? I mean, look, obviously the the standings are as such. The Celtics are going into the second half as the one seed, the Bucks, the Sixers, the Cavs. Those are your first four. The Brooklyn Nets and the New York Knicks right there. Uh, the, uh, the Knicks are... Two games behind the Nets. That they'll catch them, I think. Um, so for the Knicks to get to that five seed to play the four in Cav- in the Cleveland Suns would be probably wonderful. win it all. You said the Suns? Yeah. I mean they're the five seed right now in the West. Yeah, and K D didn't even play a game for them yet. It's mm, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> interesting to know. The look, the West is interesting outside of the one seed because the one like I said, Denver's been playing all world. Um they're twenty seven and four at home. The Suns are gonna win it all. Probably. All right, Suns and they, four. Are you gonna Suns and four this no, whole thing? No. No. You remember that legend? You think he gets invited back? I haven't heard from him. I, Have I, we ever actually heard from him? I mean, we never actually physically actually heard from him, but like, I, I haven't heard from him. Everybody gets their 15 minutes. He got his. He certainly Sons did. Four. He had like 20 minutes. <laughs> he had a lot of minutes on our Instagram <laughs> for a little while until they flagged it. Anyway, moving on to the NFL. Serving up knuckle gentlemen. sandwiches. <laughs> the NFL. Uh, of always delivering the news, guys. There's always stuff going on with the NFL, specifically the Mojo market. Keep your eyes on all the stuff happening right now. Because yesterday, we spoke a lot about Daniel Jones. We spoke a lot about his price tag. We spoke a lot about him changing agencies, right? There's a lot of people on Twitter that were saying he changed agencies to get something done. 
quicker than what's been happening, right? Dragging their feet. But now the rumors are coming out there, and I take every rumor that I hear from specific websites with a little bit of a grain, but I do hear that the asking price might be $45 million a year. Clearly, he's not worth that, correct? No. Okay. But this is how you negotiate. Yeah, but that's you're shooting for the moon right there. Bro, shoot for the moon or shoot for the stars. He might just land on the moon. That's the whole point. Uh, right? You totally got that wrong. Either way, you guys get it, right? <laughs> you guys get it. I'm sure you understand. And I'm not sure I got it wrong after I corrected myself. No, it's it's shoot for the moon. The the worst you will do is land in the stars. You said shoot that for the stars incorrect. and you land on the moon? Who wants to go to the moon? So if you shoot for the moon, which is much closer than any star, <laughs> I can assure you you will not land on a star. You won't even pass one on the way. All right? So I think I got it right now that I now that Anthony's like, yeah, you did. No, no, because yeah, yeah. no, somebody wrote that in my yearbook in high Let's school. Let's clip it. Oh, Shoot yeah, because we're gonna we're gonna base it on Dave's <laughs> junior year in high school's yearbook. Give me a break. Um, but anyway, who oh are we talking God. about? Daniel Jones, 45 Daniel million. Jones, Daniel Jones is negotiating a contract here. That's what we're doing. This is initial reports coming out what Daniel Jones may be asking for. I could assure you that Daniel Jones is sitting here and he's like, guys. Adam Schefter, Schefter, Ian Rappaport, they are not in my inner circle. So whatever they said, <laughs> do not believe it. And Daniel Jones, I haven't even heard the guy speak. I don't think he has a voice. So He's like a mute. Um, <laughs> just, I think it's a smart tactic. He's, he knows he's not getting 45. But I know for a fact that if the Giants are publicly coming out saying, we'll offer him 35, guess what? There's somewhere in the middle that they're going to land on. Is there a market for Daniel Jones? I'm asking you. Yes. Is there? 100%. So so, so let's just say the Giants are like, <laughs> 45, that's hilarious, DJ. Get out of here. Right? And he leaves. You think somebody's going to go and say, yes, he is. He's definitely worth $45 million. No. That's what I'm, that's his market. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. That's his asking that's, price with the Giants. That's, that's a starting point, and there is a starting point on the Giants' end, and they, they negotiate now. This is what an agent does. Of course, they... they you bro, can't even meet in the middle with ready? this. Ready? Are you... Yes, you absolutely can. $40 million for Daniel tag? Jones? What's the tag? 32 I thought it was higher. I, saw, I thought so, too, but today, obviously, I, I looked at the stats, and the, the quarterback tag is officially marked at $32.4 million. So if I'm Daniel Jones, I'm, I'm A-okay... Playing on the tag on a one year if I have to. 100% okay with it. Okay. Right? Because you're still getting paid a, a ton of money. Then, guess what? If you're going to have another good year, now it's... it's now it's now That's a bet on yourself 100% type $45 million. And also, I think with the contracts that are about to get signed in the coming months, there's a really good chance that signing a contract next year as a quarterback that's a free agent might be a little bit more lucrative than than the year that he's the deal he's yeah, going mean, this year because and, the market gets set again Herbert Burrow these guys are going to get paid soon yeah and I don't think there's going to be as many landing spots next year as well so it puts the Giants in a blender right now it's like oh um uh you know they're just gonna start scrambling there because may they even don't know. be more though for all we know question you know, Rogers could go if for whatever reason the tag is used right the tag is used what on a Daniel Jones what happens to Saquon Barkley? You're going to pay this man like a running back that he wants $15, $16 million well, they're coming, a year? They're, they're talking about 12. That's a joke. He ain't getting, he's getting more than 12. That's what, that's what I'm saying. Um, like, and but I it, think that's normal, but you know Saquon's going to get but this more is than a 12. He's there's their, no tag he's here. Most there's a longer-term deal is what we're no, talking about. Um, and everybody gives, you know, you see the poster boy right now that I put on the graphic, Zeke. They're, they're talking I about his contract was so detrimental. I would say that even with the news that's come out today, 
or yesterday about Daniel Jones, which is par for the course. Look, he fires his agent, hires a new agent. They come out and say he wants an extremely high amount of money. The agent handled this. Mm-hmm. said, okay, I got you from here, Danny. Settle, settle down. I'll take care of it. And what, you're about to see some headlines. You're about to see some people drag you about you're not worth that. Just don't even turn on your, your Twitter this week. We're going to talk next week. Daniel when Jones I, has a Twitter. When I get you your $38 million. Or you're, you're, you know, that's that's what's going to happen. He's going to get somewhere a little bit north of thirty-five, and he should. Right now, what now? Just so everybody's clear on the rules of the franchise tag, which, by the way, the window does open today, so all the franchise tags will be either given out between now and the end of the window, which I, uh, it's just a, a week or so, maybe like a couple of days. But um, the interesting part is, if the Giants do tag him at thirty-two, that does allow all the teams to say, hey. We want a specific tag, not the exclusive, the other one, where it's like two firsts. Two firsts. It cost them. So it's just like, is he worth two firsts? No, I don't think Aaron Rodgers is worth two firsts. So Daniel Jones is definitely not worth two firsts. But I don't know if he's worth anywhere close to this $45 million tag. I'm sorry. It's just, look, at a great well, year, let's, let's feel good it, story. Let's put it like awesome. this. Let's but put it no. like this. Um, somebody will pay him with the Giants won't, right? There's no question about it. And if it's not 45 45, it's not going to be 45 anyway. We all know that, right? I don't right? see it, man. But you, you're you not going to be surprised, are you, when he signs a Because look at the, look at the landing spots. An annual, if he signs an annual deal of like 38, 39, do you think that's going to be an overpay? Yeah. Based on what? Just based on the fact that he's based just on, not. Based on he'll be, he'll be signed as the 10th quarterback, 9th or 10th highest paid quarterback at a time where a bunch of new quarterbacks are going to about to reset the market and he's going to get bumped. 11, 12, right, 13. Right, and right. The middle and, of the pack that's, quarterback. That that's was the, my. That's the normal contract. He's not getting Kyler money. And if he does, I think he's a better quarterback than Kyler. So I think it would be I would, more I, worth I, it. That's not a hot take. I would take Daniel um, Jones over Kyler you know, Murray Derek right Carr, now. Derek Carr is probably going to sign a deal right now. Uh, a 30. They're talking about like 30 something. He's going to get four 30s, to five years. Low 30s. And they're saying three year deal on Carr, too. Three? Yeah. Oh, see, I thought four or five for him. Well, if I'm Derek Carr, I wouldn't mind a three-year deal. You take 30-something, and then, again, you have a chance. He to might get three years, 100 mil. Into one more chance at some free agency. Exactly. Three years, 100 mil deal. Sign it. $33 million a year. He just got a fat signing bonus from the Raiders last year to restructure. He so did. it makes sense. The, day, the Listen, the questions are, are, are going to be looming for Daniel Jones, and you knew this, and just like you said, you knew the headlines would start picking up if all of a sudden 45 was the number that they're throwing around. I'm just like, good Lord, think, that's not I, a thing. I don't think Daniel Jones expects that. It's a negotiation tactic, and it's a smart one at that. Do not worry about what the public says during this time. Just settle down, let your agent do his job, and look, the Giants need a quarterback. Okay. okay. My God, Taylor. So they already <laughs> have a little bit of a fracture with the Daniel Jones situation because they – now, rightfully so, they didn't give him the, the fifth-year fifth option, right? right? So they put themselves in a situation there. That's on them. Now, you're going to lowball him again, and I think it was a not a lowball offer, but saying publicly 35 is basically saying, like, yeah, we'll go a little higher than that. Because if you're not going to say to – you're not going to tell ESPN, we're going to, you know, we're going to offer him 35 million, and then just that's it? So you're coming out publicly with your, your highest number possible? I don't buy it. So – it all works out. Okay. Daniel Jones, quarterback of the New York Giants. Um, there was a uh, decent article written by Bill Barnwell of ESPN. He predicted how to improve all 16 NFC teams. So we were talking about Daniel Jones before. We're talking about the NFC for a second, predicting some offseason moves. Just a couple to, to breeze over real quick and talk about. The Dallas Cowboys, my squad, 
they have a little bit of a conundrum right now because they really do have to figure out what they want to do with Ezekiel Elliott. Now, me personally, I get too emotionally attached to these players. When there's a brand yeah, to Dave it. Yeah, Dave punched his desk and said, God, kidding me? You're going to cut Zeke? I said, Dave, best news that you've heard all day. No, nah, see, I, and I know a friend of mine actually said, uh, yeah, I hate when my team gets better too. And I'm like, no, no, it's not. See, look, when you watch the team last year, you saw the benefits to having a Zeke Elliott. Short yard situations, a power back, picking up blocks. I understand all that. And I'm well aware that that's not worth $16 million. I just want, I just want exactly. He's not a, he's a fullback right now. And it's just like, okay, cool. Okay. So, he's Mike Allstott. So <laughs> right I'm pretty sure Jamal Williams is a unrestricted free agent. Sure. He signed a three, a two year, $6 million deal two years ago. Great short yardage back. Available. Jamal Williams to right? the Cowboys. Right. So, and that's just one of a dozen short yardage I would backs. Definitely take Jamal Williams on the Cowboys. I love Jamal right? Williams. Right. So if, if if Zeke left and was like, no, I want eight. And Jamal Williams was like, no, I'll take four. <laughs> like SpongeBob. Right. And then you're you're happily paying Jamal Williams four million. He could pass block, yeah. he could catch, and he could he's a dog down low. Dog. Dog. I, but what, Dave, you understand the but dynamic. Where does Zeke here. go, man? Where <laughs> Not out of the league. I mean, Coach Zeke. Coach Zeke. My God, the kid's less twenty-seven years old. Uh, listen, Coach I, Zeke. Mm -mm, I don't know, but all I do know is, coming off a fractured left tibia, Tony Powers about to get that ever so aforementioned franchise tag. You would think. Um, so that's the running back room right now. If if you release Zeke, I, yeah, you save a lot of money by switching your car insurance. But damn, bro, I, I don't like. I don't like it personally. I don't like wait it. Wait until you see. Wait until you see what like a twenty-two-year-old young running back. Stack Prescott's best do. friend. You're gonna hurt the man's maybe, psyche. How about this? <laughs> maybe that's exactly what Dak needs. Mm. This is a job. Mm. All right. Uh, it says the Gi I said the Cowboys, and then obviously it says the Giants to re-sign Saquon Barkley. That's going to be a little bit more difficult if they, uh, you know, slap the franchise tag. I think it might um, become more easy. Yeah, easy to let him walk. No, if they if they franchise tag uh, Daniel Jones, yeah. then Saquon's going to get paid. God, what paid what? I mean, they have the money. No, I get they have the money, but I mean, like we're talking about Zeke. Would I say get with sixteen paid, million a year? I, whatever he decide, whatever they agree on, but no, it's going to be Saquon's going to be a giant, and it'll be a long term deal. They they can't lose either one. They're going to use the franchise tag on one if they can't sign them both. I think realistically, the smartest financial move would be to franchise tag Saquon Barkley. I think, well, uh, yeah, yes, 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 um, unless you have realistic plans to keep him for the next couple of years. Ten point oh nine is the running back tag right now. Um, Ten, not sixteen. Not they're 14. not going to do that because it will cause. They should do it, but then the offseason will be mayhem. Mayhem. I'm here for it. It will be mayhem. And um, I think both players get signed to deals that are reasonably um, they're reasonable on both parts. Bold take. Joe Shane, I'm going to give him his I'm going to give him his flowers early and say I think he's going to figure it out. Bold take out of uh, Bill Barnwell, the guy who wrote this. Commanders cut Carson Wentz. <laughs> That's the move that they should make. Yeah, I, I wholeheartedly agree. Um, let's see the, the Bears. Now look, this is interesting because the Bears have like an unlimited Trade funds. Justin Fields. All right, dude. It's not happening. I don't think it's going to happen either because they're not a good – they don't have a good front office. But the front office guy said he was supposed to take over the North <laughs> a couple of years ago. That's That was said. We're taking over the North. And they might. I mean, look, they got a young team. They got $100 million to spend. The article here says re-sign Darnell Mooney. All they've done since then 
is get the first overall pick in the draft with with Justin tell, Fields. Tell me that's not a success. Oh my God! You know I did read okay, something. I have, uh, no, it's not a success. <laughs> it's not, especially when we're talking about a quarterback that you traded up in the first round to get. He is now in year two, completed year two, basically as a starter. And guess what? Guess what? What? Year two, top five pick, Justin Fields. They're now the first overall pick in his first full year as a starter. You know what that means? It means you're not good. And you're not good. You're the quarterback of a bad team. But this bad team can get good relatively fast with all the money they're spending. And this article says, go sign, re-sign Darnell Mooney. Do something with Chase Claypool because that was just like a waste of a pick or at least waste of a trade. Anyway, it, the Bears have a lot of money. I think there's a lot of upside to Chicago. And I, I really do. And you think it, there's upside to Chicago if they move on from Justin Fields. They got so. the north side, the south side, and now they got the upside with Dave. But the Bears <laughs> have had upside for the last decade. So, Well... Green Bay Packers, the prediction here is to resolve the quarterback situation. We've talked about that at length. We haven't made a joke right in pre, like, hey, you want to talk about Jordan Love and Aaron Rodgers? It's it's the topic of conversation in Green Bay because they got to figure it out. There is a writer. I don't Bob have his name. McGinn. Is it him? Yeah, I know. Is he old? He's, like, really old. Um, he went out there and said, it's done. Rodgers is out. Like, well, there's no it, shot that they're coming back. Bob McGinn eventually, you know, I almost made a terrible joke. Um, <laughs> Bob McGinn has been saying disparaging things and, and talking, been raising the questions about Aaron Rodgers in the offseason year after year after year. And Rodgers has called him out publicly and said, Bob McGinn doesn't know what he's talking about. So this has just, <laughs> been, that. Okay. just been a thing that's going back and forth between mm. a dinosaur and a quarterback. <laughs> and the dinosaur is bitter and nobody knows. Yeah. You think that um, Guten Kunz went to Bob McGinn's old who's wrote disparaging things about the Packers through and through for the last five, ten years. You think he went and said, yeah, we're disgusted with Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> write, write that. Post that. <laughs> now, maybe, maybe, because I think that the Packers have had some low-ball, little dirty tricks in the last couple off-seasons to make it look like turn the fan base on the player. I am almost positive that that was done. So there could be some truth to it. Hey, it's going to get ugly before it gets pretty, but... Uh, we welcome, shall see. welcome, Jordan Love. Your boy, uh, your, your boys over there in Minnesota, um, the, the create cap space. Yeah. They have to do something with Justin Jefferson soon. That's going to be interesting. They so gotta, we'll see. They got to create cap space for him. That's well, yeah. <laughs> so Falcons, not much there. Uh, Brian Burns is a defensive player. Oh, so the New Orleans Saints, the solve, Derek Carr. Are they the guys that I, I keep going back to the Jets. I'm worried about the Jets. I really am. Like, they're going to miss out on everything. And the, and the Jets fan base, who we know so many of because we're in that area, right? We just look at this these, this fan base and we're like, I'm so sorry. Like, this this stinks for them, man. Like, I think they miss out if they don't strike first. They got to strike first and they got to sign Derek Carr. I think you don't wait for Aaron Rodgers. You make your move. You get your quarterback. Get going. Get I mean, it's, going. They might, Derek Carr might want to be a saint. You have no clue how he it's is a shake out. He's a wonderful human being, but he can go over there. And, you like that? I do. Mm. But he might want to be a New Orleans Saint, and uh. it might not have anything to do with what the Jets want to do. And I think, realistically, because there's such a period between now and free agency start, mm. Derek Carr has a little bit of time. There's a luxury. I think everybody involved could take a breath. They could. I think everybody involved will take a breath. And I also think Derek Carr is going to revisit the Panthers. I think that there's going to be more teams that surface over the next couple of weeks, mm. and he'd be smart to hear them out because the price goes up. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are entering the offseason $55 million over the cap. Um, 
they gotta they gotta make some moves. And they, when I say that, they might have to trade some of these key play uh, key pieces and blow it all up. Do you potentially see a Chris Godwin or a Mike Evans moved this offseason? I would take trade? Chris Godwin in a heartbeat. I would too, but do you think that they think would actually have the stones to actually get rid of one of their better receivers? Mike Evans is on the wrong side of thirty, so you're looking at Chris well, Godwin. I think Godwin is the only trade candidate here because nobody's going to trade for Evans for that reason. Yeah, you know, he is thirty actually, Mike Evans. But um, I don't know. It, it would create some room. I mean, people would trade for Evans, but you're going to get a bigger haul for Godwin, no yeah. doubt. Prediction here out of the Rams: bring back Baker Mayfield. That's your boy. I mean, I I don't buy it, but like I think. It, it really depends. Stafford's not healthy. I don't know? think Stafford's the right the right fit for the Rams at this point because of the injury woes. And honestly, with that offensive line, yes, bring back Baker. Watch him get drilled into the turf <laughs> week after week. Uh, Seattle, bring back Geno Smith. That could be a thing, right? I mean, you would actually... If they can't work that out, that could be something for someone. Geno's going to be back in Seattle. Maybe a reunion with the Jets mm. or the Giants. Remember that time he ruined Eli's record? I don't think, think Geno's going anywhere. <laughs> no, I don't think so either. But um, if he does, it ain't going to be those So teams. the franchise tag window is open. We're going to get some news about that. Some franchise tags will be slapped on your favorite players in the Mojo market. So keep your eyes on that. Uh, I told you yesterday that I in, I lost some money on John Morant in the All-Star game, but then I took the remaining money and I invested in one NFL player. That said player is Daniel Jones. I got a feeling. I got a feeling that once that deal does hit, it's gonna it's gonna be good for him. I, I don't buy into the number at all, but it's gonna happen. I think the Giants have to make their move and make a move fast. So follow us on social media, ladies and gentlemen. That would be wonderful and lovely of you guys to do that on TikTok, on Instagram, on Twitter, on YouTube, where you're watching this right now. Like the video, do us a favor, that helps us out a little bit. And at Mojo, M-O-J-O, all over the social media platforms. Join the Discord, daily conversation happening over there, whether it be if you have questions about liquid props or who you're going long on, who you're going short on. The conversation continues to go day in and day out, so go join the Discord right now. And, of course, do this all responsibly. So, for Dave Sturchio, Chris Gucci, and A5 behind the glass writing vigorous notes over there and making sure that we got every single segment right here today on the Mojo Market Report, we'll see you guys back here on a hump day. Bye. <laughs>